All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Wealth is Health podcast. Welcome to the first ever audio-only uh, video. And the reason this audio-only is because I'm on a trip to New York with my family. I'm just not in the best scenario or the best space right now. I look kind of raggedy. Uh, so, you know. Wait, wait, let me say what? something. Don't make fun of me, please, man. First... <laughs> no, 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 not even that. When you intro the video, yeah. um, it, it definitely froze Stop. you. Oh, well, I mean, I'm good on my side, though. Like, we okay, still got yeah, that I local audio. Hold on. In fact, let me just make sure this... I'm not too loud, right? I mean, hello, hello? Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah, either way, though, this is our first <clears throat> audio-only episode, um, and we're going to have to try to make it a little quick um, because, like I said, I'm visiting family, and I got to go do family things, unfortunately. Or, I mean, fortunately. That's crazy because I have mad updates. That's crazy because I feel like you just said you didn't have, you couldn't do what you wanted to do before. But that's good that we have. Yeah, a, I can't do the, the, oh, but you the, have the clip ready. thing that we wanted to do. You still have the clip ready, right? Oh, yeah, always, always. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll, I'll start with it then. Uh, so I'm going to do some updates on last week's or last, whenever we had our last episode's updates. Uh, basically, I want to work on some branding for Wealth is Health and my personal business. Uh, I actually got a shipment of sweatshirts in. I think eight or seven or eight people bought sweatshirts off of me, which I didn't have planned. Uh, I, I didn't sell it on purpose. They just wanted to get sweatshirts. So I was like, all right, give me 35 bucks and I'll make you a sweatshirt with an embroidered logo on it. So I got all the sweatshirts in. I still have to make the the logos for it. I have to soft like embroider uh, and everything, but... I got those in, which is pretty nice, and I could show people some stuff, so that's pretty awesome. Wealth is Health, I still have that same logo. I've been pretty focused on the actual business logo and making sure I can get that embroidered consistently in the consistent place on a sweatshirt. But as soon as I'm done with that, I'm going to focus on Wealth is Health and start making us some like nice sweatshirts or shirts and stuff. So that stuff's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, video production stuff. Uh, I don't know if you saw my Instagram, but I posted like a video I shot, like a random video I shot in this gym that we went to while we were in New York. There's a bunch. Yeah, I saw yeah. That. So I just I, I'm getting pretty, uh, I'm getting pretty excited about the, uh, I guess the ability that I have to to shoot this stuff. I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I do feel confident with bigger projects now that I've done a lot more video projects, uh, and that was actually all shot on my iPhone, not even my camera. So I'm pretty excited. Wait, who was he in the bag? That was my cousin. Was he hitting the? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Bro. What? Let me know because he's <laughs> not, not a boxer. He's not a boxer. I w- I was confident in your video skills, but I wasn't really confident in his form. No, I knew his form was. I knew. <laughs> I knew his form was off. I knew his form was off. Well, some of some of it was cool, but it was just certain certain combos. I was like, all right. Nah, bro. I, I agree with all you because right, he he didn't know how to box. He was just hitting it. Like we just saw gloves there. We're yeah. like, all right, let's. Let's do it. But even I knew, I was like, I, I know this is not really how you box, but we're just going to have fun. That's probably why I wasn't the one. I mean, I have to record the video, but even my brother was there. And I was like, no, nah, let's just mm-hmm. let's just make it. He just looked like he was fast. Was like, ah, this would be a cool video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that, that cool worked point. out. That worked out. But uh, if, if you haven't seen that, you can follow me on JRJ Imaging on, on Instagram. I'm, I'm going to keep posting like that type of stuff, but I'm glad I've been staying true to my goal of being consistent on that platform to post. So I'm putting like basically all of my projects on that platform. It's great. Um, in terms of editing with Final Cut Pro, I finished another project for this brand uh, called Campus Thrifts. And I've been working on that one probably for the past two weeks. Such a long pro- project and process. But it looks it looks super good in my opinion. I think I, I, I really think that's a, the hardest video I've had to edit. And I think I did the best job with that one. Uh, especially considering the fact that it was someone else's project and someone else's idea. And like we were editing with each other. Like he came over to my my place and we were just editing the video for an hour just to make sure we were like on point with what we were saying we we're going to be on point with. Uh, and then he left. So I was definitely not stressed, but I had like strict guidelines and I followed them. I think I did the best I could do on that one. So that's awesome. Uh, and then in the future for plans for video, I have I'm working with a realtor. I really don't want to say her name, but I'm just going to tell you, Noah, that it's someone that Eli's been working with before and I've worked with before. And she says she wants to make a reality TV show. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I've ne- I don't know how to do that. I don't even know what she really expects me to do. Wait, 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 wait. This is the lady that um, 
that you've been getting the bag from? No. No. This is the lady. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm confused. I, oh, wait, I can because show you a picture. From my understanding. Because we're not going to be able to... Sh- well, I can't see it on here because this janky. Episode, <laughs> so I can't see anything that's going on. But what I was going to say yeah. was I thought you had... um. I thought you you signed a, an exclusive agreement with some lady and that you can't work with anyone else. So I actually did sign the exclusive agreement. Well, I haven't technically signed it yet, but I plan on signing it. But I talked to her, right? And basically what she was saying is that she doesn't care about the people in, like, South Kingstown, the people, like, in, like, I guess mid-Rhode Island to southern Rhode Island. She, wants to, she said mm-hmm. that she has specific names of people she does not want me to work with. <clears throat> So I have to. So you get to keep all these, all these contracts that you. Got yes, yet. exactly. But I, but oh, I told, but dang. I told, I told, this the one who I'm gonna sign the contract exclusively for. I'm like, I'm going to. I told mm-hmm. everyone else, just so you know, I'm gonna work with this lady. She's, she's legit. I'm sorry, like it, it really is just business. But and this is the priority. This is the priority. So I booked all my yeah. Fridays are gone, because I'm gonna be working there every Friday. From like nine o'clock to like whenever the sun goes down, whenever we can't record anymore, and I'm good with that. Did you tell them? Did you tell them why you prefer to work with this lady over the other no, people? No, I didn't tell. And them you that. also want to tell them? Did you also want to tell them that you were ready to drop everyone? else? I was ready to drop everyone else for her. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was ready to drop. <laughs> Let's everyone talk about else that and her. why. The reason is because this other lady who I'm going to be working, I mean, I'm working with them all now, but this lady who I was planning on working with over everyone is just more established she she makes me feel like she cares about my time and she respects my time in fact she was and, and me and she was supposed to pay me like a hundred dollars for this like side project she wanted me to do and she didn't pay me like right away right um and she actually she like messaged me she called me actually and she was like hey what's going on how you doing i just want to let you know i'm gonna pay you i didn't i absolutely didn't like I don't want you to view me as someone who doesn't pay the, the people for their time. I just got a new phone and I'll get you the money tomorrow because whatever. And she gave me an extra 25. So she definitely like showed me that she like very much cares for the service that she provides. That's not something I've, I've seen a lot with the other people I've worked with. Uh, and, and before that, and before that she was paying you like on, on the spot. The spot. Like yeah, right exactly. After the shoot, right? right after the shoot, before I even got home, I was like, you're kidding me. And I know she's like, yeah. not to say that she's like good for it, but, I know she has like the resources available. You know she's rich, bro. Just Basically, say. yeah. But she's got the resources, rich, so, yeah. yeah. So she knows what she's she's established, and like I'd much rather work. This with man her trying to say it all. I'm things. trying to say oh, like she got resources. Place. Yeah, she got she's money, got money, bro. <laughs> she got bread, cuz. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but, but the reason. <laughs> but but tell him. Because I yeah yeah cause I, I was saying like I wouldn't like stop working with the other people. Um, if they had paid me the same thing like right on time, whatever, I'm not gonna stop working with them. But because I've had problems with them paying before. It was just kind of annoying. Like even with this other lady who I'm working with, um, I was like, she. So I, I told her, I'm like, I'm not gonna be working with you anymore. To be honest with you, like the contract is null and void. I basically told her she got she got mad about it. She was like, we signed a contract already. I said you didn't pay me, so the contract is is voided. So I don't have have to do anything. And she was like, oh, why didn't you request the money from me? I was like, are you sick? Why did, I didn't even respond to that because I was like, I, I literally just didn't respond to it. And she just kept texting me like, okay, you know what? I'll send you the money now, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, come on, man. Why didn't I request the money from you? Just give me the money. You know, the, you know, like. Yeah, you requested exactly. it when you, yeah, you sent her the contract. That's exactly what it is. I requested it when I sent the contract out. <laughs> when you did the and work. Yeah, and it seems as if you didn't read it and you just kind of gloss over it. And that's the type of stuff that I'm pretty annoyed at. But now I'm going to record with her on specific days like. Uh, I'm going to record with her on like Mondays instead. Uh, and I kind of just have to be a little careful about that because next semester Mondays are better for me to work with the priority client. So I'd much rather work with the priority client on Monday. So I'm going to have to switch around the contract and work with her on like Fridays or honestly, whenever I'm free, I don't, I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, so that's like, that was kind of like my mindset there. I'd much rather work with this other client, even if I had to just work with this primary client and get no other work i'd be fine but i sent out a contract to the other lady right the one who i originally was going to drop not drop uh i was going to drop her work because i was working with the priority client this is so confusing for the people yeah i feel like next time we got to start using like like fake names 
right, I'll, I'll, I'll use A and B. Oh, well, no. A and B is like easy. <laughs> I'm so bad with names that I'd much rather you say like one or two. Patricia? No, dude, I can't. Like, I, I can't. I can't follow <laughs> that. Melanie. So I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I can't follow it. But all right, I'm just gonna use client A and B. Client A is a priority client. That's like number one. Client B is is the second. <laughs> The second priority. Yeah, we got to work on this for next episode. I know, I know. We really do. <laughs> but okay, okay. But basically, I told client B um, that if she doesn't, like, I sent her a contract. She read the contract. She wants to like, get it revised, like, sent it back to me by Monday. Uh, but I, I told her, like, all right, she gave me an initial down payment of $300. I was like, cool. So that's really not what I asked for, but that's fine. And I put in the contract that's what did you ask 500 for? which is one-fourth of, like, the full price. I originally asked for, like half of the full price but like she said she's like she's like i'm paying my whatever i can't pay right now i was like i don't know it feels like you just can't afford the services i'm providing for the time like if you want to make a whole tv show it's not going to cost ten dollars like it's not like come on you got to be reasonable with that too yeah. and right now i'm charging like 44 dollars an hour for that because it's like 15 hours um and it probably takes me like double the time to fully edit the videos so 15 hours times well plus 30 so just 45 and if you just divide 2000 by 45 it's like about 44 dollars or something like that i hope my math is correct mm-hmm. on that so she paid me the 300 uh down payment i sent well, but that there's no contract attached to that 300 i just wanted to like make that clear like there was no contract attached to it until i made this new one and i just included the 300 i said the down payment is um it's not refundable so she just can't get it back if she signs a contract, which again, she just gave me the money without any contract backing with it. Anyways, she has to pay me 425 mm-hmm. every week until the $2,000 is up. So it's approximately four weeks that she'd have to pay for. Um, and I said, anytime you miss payments, it's up to me to decide whether I want to continue the services or not, or if I just want to drop it. Cause like I told you, like it's at this point, which is great. Time really is very much like money. And if I, can squeeze in more time with this other person with priority or with client A, I would much rather do that than work with client B. But if client B is still paying me 2K a month, that's that's great if she can afford it to make her TV show. And I'm still going to put in obviously like the maximum effort to make it as good as possible. But those are just like the guidelines I have for this woman. So that contract starts December 6th and goes till January 5th. And the, uh, I start with uh, client A on, well, this week, Friday. So for people listening to the podcast, it, it'll be like next week if this gets released next week. Or I guess it would be like the last week, Friday. <coughs> Bless you. So that's that's Thanks. how it's going on with the, the legal stuff. What I realize, though, now is I seriously need to form an LLC or a sole proprietorship or something to get myself out of it especially with all these contracts i don't want to be liable at all um so i'm thinking about that it kind of is like really annoying though to be honest to do all that without like i've been telling you like i'm still working on my uh my flight like my pilot's license for drones but it's gonna take a little bit of time since i'm trying to get through this last like it's basically final season for school right now so it's like kind of like the not the last of my priority but I just got to get through school and I can focus on the, on the focus on it during my break, which is like a whole month and a half that I have. So that's going to be pretty nice. And once I get that, I'll really feel much more legit. Uh, and then updates on contracts. I guess I really was the contract update. So that's how I am. That's how I stand right now. Video production. But originally, originally um, you were saying that Klein A at first was like, bro, you can't work with nobody else if you're going to work with me. And you were mad quick to drop everyone yeah. else. No, yeah, it was. <laughs> I just want to reiterate was, that point. I was. And I still would. That's if real, she, if she that's ever just said, like, oh, the people you're if working with right now. you to wife her? No, nah, stop, please. <laughs> please, stop. Okay. <laughs> stop please. Oh, she's going to listen to this podcast one day and be like, I just want to hear how yours goes. And I cannot. If she ever said she wanted a partner in life with you? Mm, on a deal, bro. Would you sign that on contract? Deal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to partner on, on a deal on a property in Vermont then I'm with that oh I gotta mention that okay. too uh, but yeah that's the situation yep. there definitely very very happy and very good oh I didn't okay so I'm gonna talk about this part then uh, right now so I've um, I've been thinking about 
right now I'm living at school as a resident resident assistant. So for people that don't know, I just make sure these kids are in line. It's a super frustrating position. Kids are banging at your door at like 3 a.m. They're knocking on your door at all times. You got to deal with very childish people, uh, which is crazy because these kids are all like low key the same age as me. Like I'm not even 21 yet. These kids like on my floor who are 21 and they just act like children. So I've been thinking of going home for my last semester at school and focusing on this. Um, I was going to do this project where I renovate my shed and put everything like everything business related, everything work related for when I start working at the job uh, that I'm going to work for um, in there and just kind of just have that as my space. Uh, and now I'm thinking really like I'm, I'm going to make that decision, but I have to make sure I tell like my boss and the people I need to tell basically right now so you can start looking for a replacement. But it's kind of annoying. Like I do feel like a slight obligation to the staff that I have. Like I got to like I feel kind of bad for leaving them, basically. But then again, like, a big piece of me does not care at all. I will probably never see these people again in life at all. Like, I will never see these people again in life. So is it really worth it to keep these relationships that I don't even find? Well, you never know because people always say, like, the biggest, like, benefit of, like, going to college is, like, the network that you create. Yeah, bro. Like, I don't know. So I feel like that kind of implies that it's, like, you're going to run into these people again at some point and you... Like, you're going to have to rely on that. Network. I just wonder if, like, something in my last semester would have a significant impact as, like, the last three years I've been having at the school. I feel like I haven't met anyone. Dang, imagine, imagine you meet someone. Yeah, imagine I don't, though. That you used to work with Imagine her. I don't meet someone. No, no, no. But let me run this play. Imagine you meet them. <laughs> and they're like, yo, I mean, I would do this deal with you, but, you know, you did kind of abandon me during senior year, so I'm cool. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. I mean? Like, I just know those people. And that's, that's you know, what's, what's more likely to happen, bro? Oh, like, what, what? Like you weren't at one of these mastermind meetings where we met this investor who needed someone to record a video, but because you had to be nah, on call <laughs> that night, you couldn't meet them. That's way more likely to happen. Nah, that's facts. Yeah, that's, that's way more probable. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, anything I, I know, I, I understand that, but I haven't even been able to go to one of the conferences that you've had, and I've wanted to go to a bunch of them, and a lot of them just because, like, I'm at, I'm in Kingston. It's so far away from where I live. Uh, so it's just like, I, I just can't really make the time for it, or the, the commitment is is a pain. So I'm thinking, like... I'm actually going to another one in Houston. Really? In January. In, okay, see? Yeah. What, how, when, what are the dates for that? Because I really want to come through to one of these things. Uh, I don't know. I think it's the 22nd and the 23rd, but okay, I'm going word. the 21st and I'm leaving on the 24th, I believe. Okay, word. And I actually have a friend that I met in Costa Rica uh-huh. that now lives in Houston. So I might um come kick it with her for one of the days that I'm there. That's actually, that's, yeah. a, that's actually fly. All right, well, yeah. see, when I leave this position, I want to be able to do things like go on these trips, like even if they're sporadic. And I really think that I could seriously profit more if I like right now school's paying me five hundred dollars every two weeks and I'm I made a thousand twenty five off of photography in November so far. There's only five more days, so uh but with contracts, like with contracts being signed, I'd I technically make like it's around three thousand. So my goal for November was to make two thousand dollars. But that's getting shifted because the whole contract situation, the whole deal, whatever. So that's getting pushed over to December. So I didn't technically meet my goal, but I I guess did on paper since I had people signing contracts that were basically saying they're going to pay me 2000 Um, But I think I could get that number up to like 4000 in December uh, if I just keep doing the same thing, working with the same people. Um, like this woman has to pay me a minimum of two k and then we'll see how to work with client A goes. But yeah, this that's really why I want, I want to be able to go to these like the same thing with the Wednesday uh, events and same thing with all these other conferences, even if they're in like Boston or those cigar lounge things you go to. I want to be able to actually go to them and not have to worry about like school or, or anything like that. Um, but then the last update that I had uh, was <clears throat> the call that we had last week. So me and Noah were on uh, an Airbnb coaching call. Ah, coaching call. That's crazy. We were just on an Airbnb call. Yeah, don't do I don't know. That, bro. Uh, with this <laughs> with this guy who has a property. 
uh, the difference between this guy and a lot of people who are are in the Airbnb space is that this guy is doing it completely just because he wants a vacation home, not because he wants to make uh, an investment property or he wants to continue to do this as like a means of passive income. So it's pretty it's pretty nice to hear from someone who wants to be completely hands off because for the most part, the people I'm listening to are trying to be the company that manages these Airbnb properties. But this man wants to hire the companies to manage his Airbnb properties just so he can have like a, a place to stay when he wants to, but then also still have it be beneficial for him like financially. So he's making money off the property and he can also go chill there whenever he wants. And that's how I'd want to do it. Too. Well, actually, not even really that. Like, I don't even necessarily care about like actually traveling there and like having it be my vacation home. But I want that business to be completely hands off. Yeah. Or as hands off as possible. Uh oh, I think they're I think they're back. But uh, I was gonna say though, yeah, I think I agree with that very much. Uh, and I also think that um, after like reevaluating, I was like, this honestly seems like the the best way to do it to get a property and partner with someone like you and, and just do it like this way easier. And well, as opposed, as to, opposed to becoming the property management company myself. Oh, co-hosting. Yeah. Like as opposed to that. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Hold on one second. I'm going to move all my stuff up to the next room. The major takeaways was that he uses a property management company, which to be honest, he didn't really even know much information about, which I found was crazy. He didn't know the name we were trying <laughs> to ask him for it, which I was, I was actually appalled at. He says he's making no, not a call. I was call. appalled, bro. I was like, "How do you not know the company you mentioned?" <laughs> but Joe, what's going on? All right, but he was saying that <laughs> he was basically saying that he makes twenty thousand dollars profit off the property, which I thought was also appalling. The fact that he doesn't even he didn't opt he didn't choose a location um, based on like the best, like the most amount of travel to a location. He didn't pick it based off of anything other than the fact that. He likes the property, and it was like, "Where? I'll just roll with this." No, but that's something that's actually so important, though, and something I feel like I would kind of miss when evaluating Cause the property because I'd just be looking at just yeah. yeah, like I would just be looking at like or trying to figure out like the numbers and the data, but then it's like certain things that I would miss. Mm-hmm. Like I might just be like, "Oh, so it seems like in this location, like like that's what's moving," but because I don't actually care to travel there, like I won't fully understand. Um, like all the things that someone that actually wants to travel there is looking yeah. for. Because he was saying like he just likes to ski. So he's like, yeah, I just want to be somewhere. Or I can ski. It's where private. I can ski. He said it's private. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. People can't see you. Yeah. Day. So he like, he's basically the type of uh, guest that he would be looking for. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of him out there who want a vacation home. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So that's the thing. But I feel like that's something that we're gonna have to take it. I know. I like that. Go. It's just so Bye. yeah. And but the thing is though, like I would definitely want to use the the location that we get at some point. So I feel like I'd also be pretty good at knowing, like, yeah, this would be nice. Well, like, you go skiing. I definitely do not go skiing. But it's nice to go take. All a, right, bro. But it's so nice to go like, take a trip know. out somewhere <laughs> and like be like, oh, this is a nice place. Like the place is clean. There's enough beds here for me and my friends. It's like close enough to yeah. attractions where I can do stuff every day type stuff and hey maybe i want to go skiing one day but that's not really yeah so for the record for clarity i went skiing one time never doing it again <laughs> i went snowboarding after definitely never doing what? that again. <laughs> I but but no like it was really fun i'm just never gonna do either what? of them again <laughs> i'm just like i just gotta do it one time you know what i mean experience it i guess great memories right. went with really cool people you know what i mean had a great time yeah. But yeah, I'm cool. I'm not doing that again. Dang, bro. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to y'all that love it, though. All right. Well, well, I, I'm the opposite. I, I haven't been skiing or snowboarding, but I want to try. <clears throat> I think I'd be pretty good at it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You should try. I said I will never do it again. But I think, um, you know what, what would have made it better for what? me? If the people I went with actually allowed me to, you know, take the little <laughs> the little tutorial course. Oh, whatever. they put you right on the bike. <laughs> so I can have someone... <laughs> Yeah, basically, <laughs> when I went snowboarding. Dang. No, it wasn't the Black Diamond. Nah, but, um, like, So the first time I went skiing, this is a whole side story, but I'm going to tell it anyways. <laughs> so the first, so when I went skiing, I went to just some spot in like Exeter, Rhode Island. So it was not like, you know, the best skiing place in the world or whatever. Um, but yeah, I wanted to take the little class thing. And then my friend was like, nah, bro, we just got to do it to learn it. And that's 
that's why I didn't enjoy it. That's like, the craziest thing. I feel like I felt way, way more like times than I should have. He said well, you got because I didn't it. have you know the proper education. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went, um, I went snowboarding. And it was even worse. Like so, I wanted to go on the little bunny slope thing, one um, a couple times so I can kind of like you know what I mean get my balance mm-hmm. ready, like figure out how to turn and all that. So I did it one time. It was a failure. <laughs> so I was like, whatever, like like let's run it back. You know what I mean? Like I could do this all day. Once I get right, like I'm going for the big boy mm. up there. Pause. <laughs> so um, I did it one time, failed, and then this guy, which I just met him like literally the night before, but he was staying at like the Airbnb that that we were all at. Like basically, my friend introduced me to these people, and that's who we were kicking it with. And then he was like, "Nah, bro, you just got to go straight on the mountain, bro. Like that's how you're really gonna learn." And I was like, "Yo, like I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Like that's just stupid. I don't think I that can." That sounds handle. crazy to me, but all right. Like, yeah, tear the ACL. I was like, I really don't stuff. think I can handle it. Um, so I think I would just prefer to, to be on the money slope for right now until I kind of get it together. And he was like, Nah, bro, I'm telling you because I used to be like you. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, giving me the whole spiel yeah. and all this. So I'm like, All right, bro, whatever. Like, let me just try it, bro. Like, let me put my faith in this man. Never, <laughs> bro. I was stuck on that mountain for like, for like a whole hour, bro. <laughs> I kept falling, and then I kept falling like. Like near the ice, so I wasn't Yo. even falling on the snow, bro. I was falling on that hard ass ice, bro. I had people like on the little, uh, what you call it, where they sit down and like the lift. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they, they had them on the lift, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. They were laughing at me. That had some people kind of cheering me a little bit, like, "Yo, like you can do it, bro." I'm like, "Yo, that I can't hurts. do it." That hurts the worst when you know you it. can't do it, and people have faith in you still. That's tough. Yeah, that's hilarious. So, I would love to go snowboarding with you. I'd love to see that. <laughs> because i don't know how to snowboard. yeah that's what i'm saying that's why i'm like it was a great experience yeah. it really was a great experience it was so much fun but i'm just like i just don't want to do it again <laughs> all right, that good. so that's just uh for the books that's all they say right yeah one for the books. one for the books uh but yeah up to you now and uh i don't hear them so i guess we have some time all right work so um <clears throat> so yeah my my weekly goal was to talk to that guy that Joel had mentioned for the Airbnb thing. So, knock that out. You know what I mean? Um, and what I, like, the other stuff I've been doing is, um, right now I'm learning about business credit. So, when I went to that um, summit, like the real estate summit slash conference thing in Orlando, um, I met this guy, Roger, who, like, basically brought me into his mastermind. So, we meet on Zoom bi-weekly. And all that. By the way, this guy, he's a multimillionaire. He said he was well into seven figures. Wow. Well into seven figures. <laughs> like, yeah, let me repeat that. Nice. <laughs> that means multi-million. But I'm saying if, if you're going to say well into, you got to be up there, up there. Like almost eight figures. Um, but yeah, so he wanted to, to have like the mastermind meeting about um, utilizing leverage. And he was basically saying like, none of y'all should ever tell me because... Sorry, I got to give this context first. Basically, he wants it to be where, like, we can all kind of, like, come to each other to partner on, like, deals together. Pause. Yeah, pause. (laughs) Come together to talk about, pause, (laughs) to talk about, um, like, actually partnering on um, deals together. And he also definitely wants to, um, like, partner on, like, million-dollar properties or multi-million-dollar, like, apartment complexes and all that. And he's basically like, yo, none of y'all should ever tell me that you don't have the capital to partner um, when you can utilize leverage. So he was saying how you can like invest um, like using like lines of credit. But he was saying like, especially with like business lines of credit and stuff like that. So it doesn't affect like your personal credit report, um, which was very interesting. So then I bought a course from him 500. Um, who talks about how to get like a lot of funding with like uh, credit. He more so talks about it on the personal side, but in like the membership and like all the courses he provides, he has someone that has a course on um, getting funding for business credit and business lines of credit. So I've been going through that course, um, starting to, you know, take some actions towards that. So I got to open up an LLC, but per the, per the course, like there were steps that I need to take before I actually open up the LLC to hit like certain data points, meaning that like the bank is going to be looking for like uh specific kind of like things to check off to kind of validate that the business is 
um, like established in a sense or whatever. So yeah, basically I had to get like a business phone number. I had to create like a landing page, so like a website thing. Um, and like a couple other steps. I forgot what all of them were, (laughs) but I'll talk about it again. A a, a website Um, for what? For the business, basically. Wait, so what? what Because he was saying. So he told us to open a uh, business consulting right, business. Go. That's oh, what yeah, I was so like. Can't okay. see. Yeah, that, that's what I was like, what? Y'all can't see, but I put quotations around, yeah, okay. <laughs> around business sense. consulting. I'm not going to explain why since we're on camera. Yeah, okay. I understand, I understand <laughs> since it's what being you recorded, mean, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but but the purpose is basically like I'm trying to get access to business yep. credit. And like some of the benefits of business credit is what he said on the during the presentation or whatever was that typically you can get around five times like the limit of your highest personal credit line. So my highest um, credit line on a personal credit card is 30,000, which means that I could potentially get like 150,000 on like a business credit card. If what he's saying is in fact correct, which I don't know yet, but I guess I'll find out Mm -hmm. as I'm going through the process. Um, But yeah. And then like with a lot of, like those cards and stuff like that, like business cards. And with a lot of personal cards that I see too, they offer like 0% interest for like a certain time period, like 12 months or whatever. Um, and basically Roger from the Massmart calls <clears throat> was like, as long as the interest rate that you're getting from investing is higher than the interest rate that you're paying, um, like the, the investment is worth it. Uh, but also I was saying that you can also do like balance transfers to other cards and get like 0% APR for even longer. You can keep extending it. So just as an example, right? Like I know Santander, this is a bank. Uh, I'm not sure how local it is, but I mean, we have it in Rhode Island at least. It's definitely not national. It's a regional bank, I think they call it. So um, they have a credit card that gives 0% interest for two years um, on balance transfers. But you do have to pay, typically it's going to be like a 2 to 3% fee that you pay upfront for like every balance transfer thing or whatever. Um, well, not upfront, I guess. Like they put it on the, the card that you're transferring the balance to. So you're not coming out of pocket for it like immediately. But yeah, and theoretically, <laughs> you, can do, you can keep transferring the balance over and over again mm-hmm. um, onto different cards. And with Santander too, like the card is called the, the Sphere card. So sphere like a circle kind of oh like the balance um, you can have as many of those yeah right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have as many of those cards as you want from my understanding okay so you can just keep applying for those cards over and over again uh and continuously doing it as long as like obviously your credit um you need to be able to qualify for like new cards and cards of a certain limit size so that you can like so that they'll allow you to actually transfer the whole balance over um, but yeah, so I've been learning about stuff like that and then also how to like liquidate credit cards because not every, um, not every transaction like allows you to like directly use a credit card. So him 500 kind of goes through some ways that you could basically go ahead. No, I was going to say, you said not every transaction allows you to use a credit card. Wait, can you like, what, what, what type of transactions would you mean? It's like the st- so that's what I'm saying. Like that was the whole the reason thing. I was frustrated about like, um, no stores will allow you to use it, but like working with contractors oh, for okay, this property okay, okay. and all that, yeah, like they won't. They typically won't like allow you to pay with a credit card. Like you gotta pay them with like a cash or check or whatever. Um, and then when they do offer like credit card payments, sometimes they charge like an extra fee on top of it. Do you know why that it's is? Kind of annoying. Like why they don't because want... they because they have to pay um to be able to process a credit card payment. Okay. Yeah, and these contractors aren't like very very established established type stuff, right? So they got to keep all the pennies. Usually, they can get. and then if you go to a place that's like established established, like you're saying it, mm-hmm. typically um you're gonna be paying way more for the service. To begin with. Yep. yep. So yeah, uh, been learning about different ways to do that, which I'll talk to y'all about it um you know once i have the full um the full information um <laughs> but i will say that as as most people know i guess about like him 500 if you know i'm like it's definitely like barely, barely legal, legal. Yeah, barely. <laughs> ways to do these things Just legal which is technically legal yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's just legal enough that you won't actually get in trouble. Uh, but you might not want to like announce like the news to the world because <laughs> they definitely might shut that whole uh, way to do things down. But I'll definitely talk to you about it after, Joel. Yeah, but it is legal though. Yeah, and I'll yeah, and I'll mention like specific stores where you can uh, do certain transactions at. Word. That's some. That's some. Yeah. That's some expensive <laughs> information you're giving people, just so you know. Yes, sir. That's yes, some crazy sir. Um, <clears throat> for real. But yeah, I would love to be able to do that because that's actually kind of um, like annoying. Like when an opportunity presents itself, and it's like, yo, I mean, technically, I have the bread to be able to take advantage of it but it's like yo do i really want to sell this investment over here or that investment over there like i'd rather just kind of use opm if i could or whatever and then you like let the returns of from the investment actually pay off the debt that i'm taking out instead yeah and that would be so helpful as we're like getting into other ventures like airbnb and all that stuff because then like when it comes to furnishing and all this other stuff um like if we have access to these like so much larger um lines of credit it won't even matter. And especially if we could, like, um, get the funding at, like, really low interest rates or potentially, like, no interest rate, that would obviously just be fire. So I actually heard, too, that you can, uh, I mean, people probably know about this already, but you can, like, pay for furniture and stuff, um, like, monthly, like, just, like, a monthly payment, too. And I was like, yeah, if mm-hmm. you did that, then imagine you could bring, like, the cost, like, your expenses from, like, maybe 3000 to furnish to, like... I don't even know, probably like less than a grand, honestly, for financing everything a month and then just have your property work for you. That'd be pretty cool, too. But that's yeah, a for a whole yeah, thing, but yeah. this guy with Roger was talking about specifically when it came to like real estate investing. So like for down payments and things yeah, like I that. Yeah, I figured, yeah. It'd be way um, I, ju- I just mentioned furnishing as like another thing since we were talking about Airbnb. But you could essentially use the funds for whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but obviously, it'd be smarter to use it for some some type of investment. Um, that's going to pay the debt off without you ever having to um, put any of your own money up. So you would essentially get an infinite return. Oh, God, word. So just a little gem for y'all. That really is. But, <laughs> um, yes, sir. So some other stuff um, that we can talk about. Yeah, so um, I did go to that conference in Cincinnati. I didn't talk about it on here, right? No. Nah. Uh, well, I went to like... Uh, like this fire community conference. So I think Joel has brought up the fire community on here before. Yes. But it stands for like financial independence, retire early. Yep. Um, the conference was called economy. So it's like the word economy, but instead of like M Y at the end, it's M E. Um, I think I mentioned this part actually on the last episode, but yeah. So, um, I was out there actually, it was actually really fun. I'm not going to lie. So bill, I met, <laughs> I was just like, yo, yeah. <laughs> Yo. The table, yeah, that was crazy. And the lady like low key roasted me. Dang. So basically I went to this spot called like the melting pot or whatever. So it's like a fondue restaurant and they have like this like full experience that you can like pay for whatever where you get like four courses and all that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but like typically if any of y'all know me, it's like I really don't like to spend money like that. But because I was like traveling, I'm like, whatever, bro, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> so I can do whatever <laughs> so I'll just wild out yeah. and spend mad bread. Um, yeah, and the lady roasted me like before I left because <laughs> uh, it's mad food because technically the experience was for two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew some people that were going because I took like a course on uh, rental property investing before and I bought that course from like kind of a very influential person within the fire community. Her name's Paula Pant and her podcast is the Afford Anything podcast if y'all want to check it out. But um, yeah, so... She also, like, offered, like, mastermind meetings through, like, the course and all that. So that's how I met these people. I'm in a whole group chat on WhatsApp with them, too. Um, But, yeah, and a couple people said that they were going. So they told me that I should go, and that's how I ended up going. But um, they didn't end up getting dinner with me that night for whatever reason. I think one of them was flying back or flying in, like, really late, and the other one, I don't remember. I think he, like, went to some show or something like that. Yeah, he actually did. He went to some event. Um, but yeah, so I was there by myself. <laughs> that was so sad. I was there by myself. No, I didn't care. I like I like being by yeah. myself, but the experience specifically is for two people or whatever. Mm. So it was mad food um, for just one person, and I was like, st- I was definitely slowing down like towards the end. Like, hey, bro, this is <laughs> <food."> like, <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. 
And then the lady was like, oh, well, you know, I'm sure that you have uh, like friends or something that you could, you know, share it with. Wow. I'm like, yo, she's really, she's definitely doing a temp wow, check on me right crazy. now. Like, yo, is this man really just alone? Bro, she probably just wanted to eat but, with you. You say, can I sit down here real quick? Please. I know you got money like actually, this. That, that's a, <laughs> like that's that. a nice spin on it, but I don't know. I don't know if that's what it was. Well, I think she was kind of checking like, oh, he probably has bread if he's going to, if he's going to like pay for all this himself or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I feel like she was like, he might just be a weirdo, man, <laughs> like with money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's why I feel like funny. she was doing the temp check. Yeah. But anyways, like the more important part of that experience, which I didn't tell you this actually, but um, so there was some like like light skinny kid that like worked there basically, mm-hmm. and I had, I mean, I was just how I dress. Y'all know how I dress, right? <laughs> but yeah, so you know what I mean? Tim's on hoodie, doing what we do. Um, and this man was like, dang, like, he was basically like, I wish that I could dress like that and still actually get respect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I kind of felt bad, but I feel him though. But he was basically on some like, yo, like, it's actually mad annoying because like, I come in here um, and it's like, obviously I have to like, kind of dress to impress like at work and all that. Um, And then people see me outside of work, like dressed more like how you're dressed right now. And they kind of look at me sideways a little bit, like, nah, bro, like, who is this kid? Like, this isn't the same, like, you know what I mean? Um, But he was saying even, like, with customers, like, they wouldn't have kind of, like, that same experience. They wouldn't um, feel as though, I guess, he could actually do the job or whatever or treat them, like, with a certain level of, like, quality um, because of how he's dressed, which makes a lot of sense, like, relative to the environment that he's in, like, the restaurant industry and all that. Um. But it just had me thinking because for me, um, and I actually like kind of get certain certain comments about this, but I guess I have to explain this part first. But I decided that like once um, my net worth reached 100k, that I was like no longer willing to compromise on certain things. Like I'm not trying to like dress to impress or even act certain ways in order to impress other people. I'm like, if you don't like rock with me, just because of like. Uh, like how I look or the way that I talk or whatever, then I don't really need to deal with you anyways. Cause like the majority of the time, like I don't really need you to be impressed by me. I don't need really anything from you. Like even if um, you could present a certain opportunity to me or whatever, like I can just find another opportunity. I now have like the knowledge resources and the exactly. resources as you like to say. The value. <laughs> yeah. To be able to, to do what I want to do, regardless of whether or not someone wants to mm-hmm. um, accept me. Cause that's just how I feel like moving. Um, but I understand probably like in his position, like I don't, obviously I don't know what his net worth is or anything like that. Um, but I'm assuming that like, that's something that, that he would kind of like want to strive for. So it's just interesting, like seeing that perspective. Cause it reminds me of like, dang, that was me. I was going to say, yeah, until you decide to make a change to your life. Yeah. But I kind of feel a way because like now certain people like look at me sideways as if I'm trying to uh like be something that I'm not just because I'm different from like how I was before but I'm like in reality like there wasn't um you like that the whole time like they didn't realize that I was only like yeah yeah, like, yeah. Th- like this is how I, <laughs> this is how I truly was. Like, y'all just didn't know because yeah, I had to move a certain so way sense. in order to get your acceptance, so I could get here. Now that I'm here, yeah. Now that I'm here and I built the capital to do what I need to do, I'm just no longer gonna be like that. But it, it's just yeah. so confusing for certain people to understand that difference. Wow, dude, that's I something actually that I actually wanted to talk about because yeah. I, I like that. I that resonates a lot with me. I'm not gonna lie. Like that, that kind yeah, of touched like, my heart. Right let there. me address this. I'm like, let me address this. <laughs> but bro. yeah, no, that, that resonates with me though a lot because I, a lot of the, the reason I wanted to to leave school, uh, I probably would have left school like a while ago. But I was definitely in that same like, I really want acceptance from people. I want to feel like I have like friends. I'm accepted at my school. But at this point, I'm. I don't really have. This is gonna mm-hmm. sound so sad. I don't really have that many friends, <laughs> which is fine by me because a lot of because a lot of the people that that I would be oh, friends nah. with I just can't get over the fact that they're not striving for like the best that they can get outside of school and for some reason that just makes me hit like a a mental yeah. block with them that i can't just i can't pass like a certain conversational level with you because you won't understand it and you won't care and i just can't i don't know i just need someone to like help me get to that level as well 
that's why I, I vibe so well the mastermind group because that just makes so much sense to me. But when people are talking about like and, and I still do like talk about clothes and like yeah like fashion trend not fashion trends but trends and stuff like that I'll still do that but it's like very surface level surface level conversations. So I feel like like gradually my friends friend count has been drastically declining. Uh, and now I'm like ready to be like, all right, well, now I can go home because other people at school are kind of stimulating me. And that sounds so weird. Another people at school are like challenging me, challenging me. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> they're, cha- they're not challenging me enough to like <laughs> to get to where I'm going to get to. So I really might as well go home and just, you know, chill with myself. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds so sad. But yeah, really the thing not, that's crazy, sad. though. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound sad, but it's like now I feel like. Now I yeah well now I feel um now I or see, now yeah. I how do you say it? now I see yeah. like the the you light at that. the end of the tunnel see yeah. now you messing me yeah. up bro the light at the end yeah. of the tunnel <laughs> I guess you'd say um in the sense that like even like not that long ago because I just started going to like conferences and stuff like recently but before that um and before the mastermind group got so big like I was feeling that heavily like dang bro like it's mad annoying because um. Like they, yeah, there's bro, just no one yeah. that can really like, like hang out. Like, thing, yeah. like mentally, like a, year, like a year ago. You know what I mean? Like nice, respectfully. Yeah. So here. it's like we're talking about the lonely thing. Like it's so lonely, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pretty it's tough. mad lonely, bro. So lonely. Um, and it's exactly what you're saying. And I hate that. I hate that. I feel that way in the sense of like, um, I forgot exactly how you phrase it, but basically, like yeah. these people don't even a kind lot of understand of what I'm talking about. <laughs> And it's like, and I kind of hate that because I feel like that um, that puts up a certain barrier between like me and even like mm-hmm. like some of my family members that I want to be closer to or whatever. But it's like because they're gonna ask me like what I have going on, and they're not actually gonna understand like anything that I'm doing, or they're just gonna yeah. think it's like extremely risky and I shouldn't be doing it, and I should just go back to school instead. So it's just kind of frustrating because it's like yo, I want to be able to kind of like let them in and yeah, let them know what's going on. Care. But they're but just yeah, not going to get it. One of the most frustrating the things that happened to me actually very recently was when I was first getting into this like financial freedom, like, all right, maybe you shouldn't be spending mad money on <clears throat> stupid stuff and you should invest it type stuff. I was telling like everyone I knew at first, and that's when you were telling me like mm-hmm. you probably, I was getting frustrated and you were telling me like you, you really are because I can't remember what book you were talking about. But you were saying once people realize that how the system works, they get very mad at the system and mad that people aren't like adjusting to the system. So I remember telling, I'm not going to name who they are. I remember telling this one person yeah. like, yo, this is how it is, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. And the person had like owned stock. And I was like, okay, like maybe you should look into the stock because the stock was given to them by their parents. It wasn't like anything that they were doing themselves. I was like, maybe you should take a look at the stocks and <clears throat> really understand like what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, no, nah, not really. And I would, I would like consistently trying to like uh, ask them like, yo, you pay attention to your stocks. Like, how are you looking with that? Uh, and the response wouldn't be something that, that like, they, they clearly weren't into it. <clears throat> Very recently, though, they came up to me like, yo, I took a look at my portfolio. Mm-hmm. I switched some stuff around. <laughs> I realized it's kind of good to make sure I'm ready for my 20s. And I was like, you're not serious, brother. You're not serious. I probably told you this, like, a year ago. But, like, like I remember you saying, too, and I came <laughs> to the conclusion that you just have to let people find out for themselves. And then they can understand it, even if you tell them it's not really going to resonate yeah. with them. Uh, and when this person told me that, I wasn't like, oh, I told you so. Like, I was more like, yeah, that's great that you're looking into it. Because at the end of the day, I really am trying to look out for the best for that person. I don't care for, I guess, my pride with it. It's just more like, all right, I'm happy you're paying attention to that. You should continue to do that. Yeah. Type thing. But that frustration is definitely there when people don't kind of connect with yeah. the truth. I don't know if it was a book that I referenced. Um, I was think it the it Matrix? Was, it was just the Matrix. Nah, movie. I thought it was a book that um, you said. I believe so. Or if anything, it was it, it was both. It was a book and very a movie. possible. But I I I thought that it was like something spe- like you like quoted it. You're like when people realize first realize like the truth, they get mad at the institutions that don't allow the truth to become apparent, and like the system for making it. Yeah, do you remember that? Okay. Oh, like, yeah, you, you I don't remember what book system. that was though. But there's a, there's a similar okay. quote. Well, yeah, the Matrix, there's yeah. a similar quote that, that in the Matrix. Sense. The movie, I, the first one. Yeah, but um, I was gonna say like to turn it on a positive note. Like recently, 
my experience has been like completely different with that. Like recently, I've actually been I've connecting noticed. with a lot more people um, that are about this like financial independence. Like, yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Like, so now I'm a part of like all these different That's masterminds. Good. I'm like, it's actually kind of hard to keep up with, <laughs> to be honest. Like all these people, but like I said, like from the from the Orlando like summit thing or whatever. Like I'm in a whole mastermind group with them, and we meet biweekly on Zoom to talk. Um, and then when I went to the trip in Cincinnati, like. First of all, I got a lot closer to, um, like, someone in the group, or actually two people in the group, um, that I went with. Like, I was already cool with them or whatever. Like, we met, like, mm-hmm. bi-monthly, basically, on Zoom. But now, like, we're actually cool, and, like, I I basically talk to them every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a whole group chat that we're way more active in, um, as well as, like, other, like, people awesome. that we connected with out there, which is dope. And um, I, I was going to say real quick. Yeah, bro, it's fire. It's, it's cool um, to know that you're, what you've done up to this point has allowed you to be able to do that. So, for example, you took that trip to Cincinnati, like, not off a whim, but you said you had time, like, that your work was giving you off, right? So, you you could just make that trip because you know you have so much in the, not in the bank, but you know you're good for it, basically. And that this trip would benefit you enormously. So, yeah, yeah I can just go take the trip wherever I want. I can just go. It's just some of the freedom. Yeah. yeah, and I I booked it literally like two days before. Like, yeah, I was it, leaving it just, on a Friday. It gives you and so I much freedom on Wednesday. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, that is so actually really cool to be able to so do. Many, I'm not gonna lie. I would say a majority um, of the people in the U.S. Yeah. can't do that right now. So that's awesome. Yeah. So like, um, this isn't in terms of like. Uh, like wanting to brag or whatever, but this is just in terms of like being able to appreciate like um, everything I've done like up until this point. But yeah, that was dope that I was able to exactly. do that and spend mad money at that restaurant and just be like, I wasn't, I wasn't even prepared like to, to rent a car. Be like, like nah, I thought like, I was just going to Uber everywhere, but then <laughs> the Uber prices were like extra taxing out there. And I was like, whatever, like, mm-hmm. I guess I'll just rent a car right now, like on the spot at the airport. Um, and it really wasn't a problem. So like being able to do stuff like that is, is really fun. And the fact that like while I was out there, I got to connect with all these different people and not even just like connecting with people that like, um, I still talk to to mm. this day, which we still have to talk about that, like a specific person. But, um, like I got to meet, um, like a bunch of the podcasters and stuff that I've been listening to for years now, like since 2017. Yeah, I finally got to like meet them in person and like shake That's their hand it, yeah. or adapt them up or hug them and whatever. <laughs> yeah, Crazy. like have real conversations with them. Um, I'm not going to lie though, I slacked because... Um, oh, yep. So I met Paula Pant, like I said. Um, I met... You don't know them, but I'm, I'm going to put you onto them. Well, maybe you do, but uh, hmm. their YouTube is called Rich and Regular. Okay. All right, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you onto them. Like, so another dope thing was that I got to actually see like, like other like financially independent or yeah, least, there like, we go. financially black people doing was that was that other like, people, the people on that you know what I mean <laughs> regular or something yeah they're black rich and regular yeah 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 that's awesome yeah that is so awesome it's a black couple yeah. um yeah out there getting bread yo. <laughs> that's what I'm saying and it wasn't just them like it was a few other people like some lady in the SEMA. I haven't heard of her before, um, but she had a really, really cool story. Um, this guy from from this podcast, it used to be Paychecks and Balances. Hey, these names are good. I think it's now called... Um, oh, that one's not that good. Yeah. Like the well, Mental Wealth that. podcast or something like that. <laughs> Paychecks and Balances, that's fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Paychecks and Balances was cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so people like that. Like, I actually got to like mm-hmm. really sit down and like talk to these people for real. Um, but I did slide because like, Rich and Regular... They're like, oh, like, do you have um, what they say? What? Basically, like, do I have Bro, a podcast why? or something like that? And I was like, Wait, no. why? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I definitely said that. Uh, right. I don't know, I don't know, bro. I just wasn't ready for the question, bro. Yeah. But I should have been ready because I wasn't. I wasn't like um, I wasn't dressed normally. Like, I mean, I was just normally for me, but like not for like a lot of people there. Because the majority of the people in the fire community, and it is like a known thing. It's like older white men that yeah. all have like tech jobs or whatever and i was in there with like yeah. a whole uh a whole yeah. jogger set you know what i mean i had tim's on the next day you know what i mean hair twisted up <laughs> representing um but yeah it was cool because because um people have kind of like brought that up um and how like it is like a lot more acceptable there because um 
I don't know, I guess like the people the people in that community are just cool and the fact that they had like um yeah representation for us. Like like I said, just seeing other like black wealthy people and knowing that like they can still talk this matter. way or dress this way and yeah. dance this way and like still yeah, really get respect. Every, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and people don't realize how much that actually like yeah. Like how people that's huge. Yeah, like people yeah, don't understand that. Huge. But I'm like, bro, this is what that's I've been huge. waiting for my entire life, bro. That's, 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 that's huge, man. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was telling you like um mm. to kind of well, I have two more things to close it out. But I met hey. I actually met this queen from Wakanda, <laughs> aka Atlanta. <laughs> if y'all don't know, if y'all don't know, Atlanta is basically Wakanda. Like it's the epicenter of, of black wealth. In the United States, at least. Um, but yeah, they, they really get money out there. But um, this lady, I don't even know how old she is, but she cannot be that old because she looks she looks pretty young. Um, so I'm going to assume that she's in like her 30s, but I have no idea. But she retired in 2014. Like she became fire, as they call it, in 2014 through real estate. And I think she has like one property like on Airbnb, maybe two. Um but yeah, so I, I got to connect with her and I actually have, dang, this is actually a gem for y'all. People were actually roasting me about this in the group chat <laughs> with the people that I met out there. Cause I was like, um, we were relating it specifically. Like they had a speed dating, like breakout session, which you I didn't participate yeah. um, <laughs> But people were talking, yeah, people were talking about, um, what is it? Someone had said it to me like, oh, like if you think about it, you kind of like you would have like a lot of competition here because everyone's kind of like already getting to the bag. Like everyone's making money. They got investment properties or whatever. So it's like what kind of makes you special here versus like being out here like with the regular regulars, like there's not a lot of people that really do what I do. So you get to kind of have. Yeah, like you're more unique kind of, whereas you're just normal here. Um, But I was saying that that's why I'm trying to be intentional about like understanding like what I bring to the table, like what kind of value I have. And that's not just in terms of romantic uh, situations because I don't like, I'm not really looking for anything anyways um, right now, at least. So, but to me that, Mm -hmm. that applies in just like relationships in general. Um, So whenever like I'm going to a conference and all that, and even a networking event now, it's like, I want to be very intentional about like knowing like, what am I looking for from these interactions and also, what do I have to bring to the table, like to add value to these people's lives? Wow, they really um, said you're regular now. But to bring it back <laughs> to that that's queen, true. yeah, but yeah, but that's a regular, different type of regular, though, because <laughs> like everyone's saying, everyone's financially independent. They don't have to act anyway for anyone anymore. So that's really their true selves, or they could portray their true yeah. selves if they wanted to. And it, I I am exaggerating a little bit though. Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously yeah. not yeah. everyone. There but but is, you're like, aspiring fire. to be fire. Like, I'm you not fire. The concepts of fire. You know what I mean? I would hope. Like yeah, I really exactly, would hope exactly. that you wouldn't go to conference, <laughs> not understand <laughs> what it's about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not not understand that's, anything. That's true. Um, but you never know. You could just get invited or whatever. But um, yeah. Anyways, so the point was um, that so she's into like uh real estate and airbnb and stuff like that too and i'm obviously like i'm interested in airbnb like short-term rentals so like i could potentially get game for her about that but then it's also like well what do i even have to offer for her to even want to like have that interaction with me to kind of put me on game Mm. and she doesn't really know about like stocks and crypto which i know um not a lot about but like more than the average person probably about um so i actually have a call with her set up for monday like a zoom call um to put her on game about that and then who knows like have a probably just keep it going or whatever um that sounds and good kind of just exchange yeah chill. through text right? <laughs> exchange information back and forth exchange through, um about oh, stuff like through that. Te- okay and then through text Not and then like zoom. over dinner <laughs> yeah, that sounds good Yeah, imagine. Okay, so transition to the next topic. Not playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, I also um I was talking to her on Sunday, like when we were about to have like the the mastermind with the group from mm-hmm. what's it called from uh Orlando that I met, and I would like I was just texting her about whatever it was. Um, and then she was she was saying how like she's desperately looking for 
like to, to join masterminds. And I was like, oh, funny you should say yeah. that because I actually have one I'm attending That's at cool. 7 p.m. <laughs> if you want to join it. Um, and I was surprised, but she actually did join it. Um, and she thanked me after. She was like, nah, that was actually amazing. Like, that's cool. Um, and then also, um, so one of my friends, I'm just going to say her name, but her, her name's Nicole, but she was one of the people that, um, I met out in Cincinnati. Like I was on the the rental property course with her or whatever. So I knew her beforehand, but that was the first time I met her in person. So she came out here a couple of days ago. Um, because she had like a layover or whatever. So I was chilling with like her and Jason, which is cool. Cause now it's like, yeah, these are kind of like my real friends. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, then, then that queen called me and she was talking to me about how, <laughs> um, the guy Roger that I met in Orlando came down with his girlfriend what? and had dinner with her in Atlanta. Yeah. Cause they were already coming down there for whatever event, but it's like, dang, these people are really out here, like making like real connections. Um, so it's just dope to see that it's not just like these very surface level interactions. Like we really are all out here, like truly connecting that with really each other is and like cool wanting to, to build yeah, together. That is cool. So that makes, yeah, that makes me want to go on my coaching call right now. Just, you know, chill yeah. with, um, <laughs> start exchanging information with them. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's dope. It's dope. Um, but I guess yeah, to kind of like close it out since we are kind of, um, past the time a little bit. I was going to say, so I had talked a little bit about um, kind of the transition that I made, like once I hit two, like 100K, although I didn't go in depth about it. And I do want to go in depth about it at, on like a later podcast. But now I'm also like trying to figure out like, who do I need to become to mm. get to the next level now that I'm at like 200K? So first of all, like, um, what does that mean in terms of like, like, who who do I feel like I'm allowed to become now in the sense of like I want to know, feel and experience that like yeah. I bought myself more freedom now. So how do I kind of like move like knowing that um, just to give myself like a greater appreciation for it. And by the way, these numbers like they don't really matter. Like you can um, like if you just want to be like more authentic, like you can choose whatever number or whatever metric you want to use in order for you to start acting on that like I could have done like or I could have yeah I could have done some of this stuff at like 25k or 50k or whatever I just happened to choose 100 for me personally but whatever y'all want to do um but yeah and then also like who do I need to become in terms of just like in order to like accomplish the type of goals that that I want um because I don't think that I could in a way like this is just it's almost Mm -hmm. like semantics but I'm speaking like in metaphors a lot um but the way that I think about it is like the person that I am now is not the type of person that I need to become in order to like get to that next level. So the way that I think about it, this is metaphorically speaking, like I said, but it's almost like I have okay. to kind of like die and yeah. be reborn again or kind of like recreate myself into this new form. Um, and that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> like, and the, But I feel like that's important because if your goals don't really like yeah. scare you, like, I don't even know if I'm ready <laughs> to do this. Then I don't yeah, know if you're really that's like, true. dreaming big enough, in my opinion. Like, it should feel like I have no idea how I'm going to do this. Yeah. But I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But going through that process, and the, the, the way that I reference it specifically as kind of like having to like die and be reborn is because there's a lot of stuff that you have to like unlearn along the way. So yeah, I'm, to, I'm probably going to dedicate to like a whole episode <laughs> to what I'm talking about right now at some point. Yeah, but it's like, it's so weird. Like we had mentioned before, even in terms of just like index fund investing, how that's still a move. But in order for me to get to where I want to be, mm-hmm. like I can't just, mm-hmm. I can't just do that and get there. So then I had to kind of like unlearn because all these people were telling me, oh, you shouldn't be trading. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, like I have to learn these things <laughs> in order to get to that level. And going through that process of like, like wiping away all these things that I learned before in order to like build a new uh like process or income stream yeah. like that's really tough <laughs> that is not easy for a lot of people to do it is like a very dramatic change and that that's why i reference it the way that i reference it um but yeah so over the next few weeks at least or like uh probably to close out the year i'm going to be doing a lot of that like figuring out who i need to become and then also thinking just from a practical and like tactical level like what what are the moves that i need to make like in the real world <laughs> in order to actually 
um, get there. But I always start from kind of like that mindset level first. So more to come on that later. And then we're still going to have the episode. Hopefully we have our special guest too. Next week. Yeah. Just so y'all know. We didn't forget All right. Awesome. That. All right. Well, so real quick then. Yes, sir. Um, goals for next week. I'm actually using that template that you gave me for the cash stream. I don't, do you remember that? I know, dude. I know. We, we need to talk, talk about, about that. that. So I'm actually yeah. planning out my business structure using that um, cash like flow thing. I'm a little confused on how he numbers some of the stuff. So maybe you can go over with me at some point. But um, yeah, bro, I'm confused. Dude. I don't even yeah. know it like that. I just I'm literally looking at it. It's like and then I'm I just like, what is going you? on? <laughs> yeah. So, but I I think that's so we're gonna have to figure it out gotta together. be a gem, gem. Like that's crazy right there. So I'm gonna base my structure off of that i want to make that next week and it's also going to just going to help me get a idea of where money's going a little bit better um since my income's kind of sporadic um and that's like kind of how i want to focus on that in the course on this flight thing uh and then how about you yeah oh in terms of goals for next week's uh so Ideally, yeah. I would want to have the LLC actually open do that. by next week. So that's, I'll say that as my goal. Um, but I was going to say real quick too that um, the more y'all kind of go along like your financial independence journey, or let me at least speak for myself. Like for me, and I think we said it from like day one, like this is not actually like a financial journey. For me. Yep. Like for me personally, 100%. this is actually a very spiritual journey. And that's why I use a lot of spiritual references along the way um but i just want to reiterate that point because a lot of people will kind of like misconstrue the, the not, message and think really that this is, really it's is not, about money and i'm like it's, it's not, not but money. but you can't do anything without <laughs> money really so not. that's really what the purpose is oh you know i get that so much noah i get that so much like oh like money big bucks yeah 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 they don't understand that that's really why i'm sure you don't hear it as much in the financial independence communities yeah they know because they know <laughs> Yeah, exactly. In the financial independence yeah, community, they, know, yeah. they were talking about it a lot, actually, <laughs> about how it's not about money at all. So it's just interesting, like where different people. Yeah, that's like, why I need to live at home. Bro. Is that I guess? Exactly. No, nah, yeah, facts actually. Pause. I don't know if I have to that's say. I need to go live at home so I can live by myself and myself. <laughs> but yeah, okay. All right, awesome. Then that concludes our first ever audio only podcast. We'll we'll hear back from you if you made it this far. Thank you. You really are real yes, ones. Sir. You really did tap in. And we appreciate that. We'll catch you on next week's episode. Peace out. Thanks.